Oh, what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Blog Talk Radio. This is Mass Degree O Radio, channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words. Shaping thoughts, building minds, True wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Like every other kid in the hood but Last time this boy cried When he woke up one morning Realized he was a fatherless child Daddy never there Showed him no love Learned to emulate thugs Bust slugs with the intent to kill Ran these streets Hide in the cable bill Paranoid cause these streets Are stressing him His model Ain't nobody getting the best of him Round these parts Drug wars make the guns spark Triggers ain't got no heart Women are hoes Kids are the way God That's just the word in the Bible They pray for death on their Bibles Out here Nobody cares You can smell genocide in the air From the corners The kids gave birth to crackheads and chicken heads They were misled by some fathers old heads They learned to cop reek Work up the reekers They went to war with the dreads Better off dead is what this old lady said. She spoke truth to power. It's dark as hour. They closed his casket at 19. Rest in peace, t-shirts, laced his whole team. His mother crying, dressed in black. Searched the church, fucked the back. Even on this day, a daddy lacks. You're a self-exiled monarch from your castle and home. Making you a king without a throne. Making your son a prince without a crown. Look at him now. He lived and died a fatherless child. And this must be supported karma. Like Sonia Sanchez being my father's baby mama. So you see my dad, thank you for me. But give me this gift indirectly. Top five, dead alive, wordsmith, and hip-hop, R&B, or poetry. So you think you'll outright me, forget it. And you can take that to heart like God said. Maybe when I'm going to give me credit. But right now, I'm that boy you want that boy. I'm like Langston Hughes on steroids. Elijah was shot, my little girl, little boy. Better father than my daddy ever was. And poetry was a drug every day. I'd be taking it in the head and blowing the bag. And seeping out my soul to you. Sit next to me, might catch a contact. But I wish for it was a female. So I could dive in face first. Put my mouth where she did first. Grab my hair and slap on the backside and ask her, whose poetry is this? She say it's yours, daddy. And nine months later, she'll make me happy. Give me two miracles. I name one wordplay to other lyrical. Just so I can walk up to people and say, did you see my lyrical wordplay? Never had a daddy, but I always had poetry. So I gotta thank God for giving me this literary style. And maybe this makes us even. For me growing up, a fatherless child. Welcome to the flip side. I'm your moderator, Mrs. Rashida Jabbar. 
And I am one of your co-hosts, Zane Porter. And I am your other co-host, Abdul Shahi Porter. Wow, we have a wonderful, wonderful show for you today. Um, but first, before we do that, we want to touch on what occurred over the weekend, guys. You want to talk a little bit about that? <laughs> we want to talk about the NECC Black Male Achievement True Soldiers Conference. So we want to speak about that. We had a wonderful, wonderful event um, this weekend at at the Sheraton Suites uh, Hotel at the airport, as well as up in Chester, Pennsylvania, at City Hall. And we had an opportunity to meet some wonderful people and to dialogue with some wonderful, wonderful true soldiers, some wonderful brothers. Um, and in doing so, we want to give a wonderful thanks to the mayor of Chester, as well as Darren Laws of Chester, uh, Eric Jones Muhammad of Chester, Imam Farid uh, Rasul of Chester, and um, so many others. I know I'm forgetting names, but all the brothers that came out to support and uh, our efforts of trying to make a difference in the lives of our young people, uh, especially uh, in, in Chester. So you guys, you want to speak about um, Abdul, because you did speak in reference to education. Um, just want to give us a recap of how did you feel about the weekend? Well, on Saturday was the conference at Chester. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I talked about the education in Chester, like how it was, like they really only have like three or two schools in Chester. Um, well, they're talking about closing down the school, the high school in Chester, the only high school. So not only will that be putting out jobs for lots of people, but that'll also like make a trouble for like the students. So that was um, one of the topics that you spoke about in reference to education. Yes. That's great. And, and Zayn, in reference to, uh, you spoke in reference to um, black male achievement. And there's one thing that you said, well, you said so many things that were profound, as well as Abdul, um, that really caught my attention. And what did you tell the men and, and the young men in, in the conference? Um, say the whole speech? No, you don't have to say the whole speech <laughs> about falling down and getting back up. Um, like, when you fall down, you just don't lay in the ground in the dirt. You get back up, brush yourself off, get back up and keep on moving. Just keep getting up, even though you, even though it may be hard, you guys just keep moving up. Great, great. Well, thank you, gentlemen. So, I, I thank you for being the ambassadors for the conference. We really appreciated your insight and, and all the help that you gave us in preparing for the conference, so we really appreciate that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest uh, coming on the show today, and we have uh, Miss Lady B. She is a radio personality as well as a legend uh, in the um, business and have brought on so many legendary artists such as uh, Heavy D, uh, LL Cool J, and so many artists that she has broken out into the hip-hop arena. So we're going to check to see if Lady B is with us. 
Do we have Lady B on the line? Um, we, uh, we do have a caller from the 610. Yes. Caller? Hello? 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 Yes, who are we speaking with? Yes, this is um, Shaquille Smith. Hi, Shaquille. What's going okay. on? Okay, Jacqueline, we're going to go ahead and have Shaquille on. We're going to figure out where Lady B is. And when Lady B gets in, we're going to just um, come on. We're just going to chime her in, okay? All right. And now this uh, Shaquille, and I, I lovingly call him Shaq, is a young brother that we were going to interview just a little later, but we're glad that you called in now. And we're going to first uh, let the young brothers introduce, uh, greet you, Shaq, and then we're going to go into interviewing you. And while we're waiting to see where's our guest, Lady B, okay? Yep. Okay. Abdul, you want to say hi to um, Shaquille? Thank you, Shaquille. Nice to have you on the Footstar Talk Show. Thank you, Abdul. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thank you for coming on the talk show, Mr. Shaquille. This this is Zayin. Zayin, nice to meet you, Zayin. You too. Okay, you brothers want to go right into um, talking to him and okay, uh, I, I'll take this one first because they really wanted um, to talk to you, um, Jack, because uh, of course we went on, they went online and they I showed them different information about you, so they're really in awe. Um, astonished about you right now So we're going to do it this way We're going to let you Tell us a little about yourself um, And then when the boys Want to chime in They can do so Would that be okay? Yep, sure, no problem Okay, so we're going to start off with um, Like we, you and I had the conversation earlier We're going to start uh-huh. off from Let's go at starting at 15 And then we'll take the story from there and um, our listening audience, I compel you to really listen to this young man's story, and you'll understand why I'm dropping everything and letting him come on and speak first. So, um, Shaquille, we're just going to turn the floor over to you and let you say what it is that you want to say to us, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Oh, well, at the age of, I would say, 15 or 16, you know, I was... Um, I was in eleventh grade. I was in eleventh grade. Um, like I was being raised by a single mother. So my father, he wasn't really in my life as he should have been, you know, to play that father role. Um, so I had to pretty much depend on myself. I I had to get a job, you know, to put clothes on my back, put some new new pair of sneakers on my feet. Like, um, like my mom, like she'd probably buy me a pair of sneaks like every holiday, or I don't know, but I always kept my sneaks clean, like wash, like clean them off, wash them, because I never knew when I was getting another pair. So that's why I had to get a job and you know had to put clothes on my back and sneakers on my feet. And um, I was also pretty much involved in the sport of basketball. I was uh, involved in that sport all of my life. You know, I was an amazing basketball player. You know, I played for uh, different middle schools. I played for Smetley Middle School. I also played for Chester Biddy League 
if y'all know about that. Uh, Chester Biddy League, I played for Smedley Middle School, uh, Showwater Middle School. And when I got to Chester High, I played for freshmen, and I also played for junior varsity. So, so Jack, you were pretty much an all-around good kid, good student in school, athletic student in school. Yeah, yeah. Do the normal things with young men normally, you know, go through experiencing in high school, get ready to do the prom thing and things of that nature. So now let's take us, move us up a little further at a night that you decide to go out with a group of friends of yours and you all were at a club. Take us there. Okay. okay. Um, you know, I was hanging around my neighborhood uh, where, where I claimed I was from, uh, to Homes, and, uh, you know, I was with a group of friends. It was like 13 of us. This was uh, August 17, 2008, and the party was from 2 to 5 in the morning. So 13 friends uh, and I were all gathering up, getting together, ready to go to the party. So when we got to the party, it was about around like 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the morning, a fight broke out amongst my friends and others. Like the fight broke out. It was like three fights back to back to back. So that's when everybody started to exit out of the building. And um, when I uh, got outside, I ran to the car that I went up there in. So um, once I got in the car, I was the first one to hop in. I hopped in the middle in the back seat. Had some four other friends hopped in after me, the passenger, driver, and uh, each person on the side of me. So after we uh, we was about to leave the premises, you know, Somebody started to open fire on us. That's the, you know, the bullet miraculously missed the person on the left side of me. It shot me on the left side of my neck, paralyzing me instantly from the neck down. And, um, I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. So my friends thought I was dead. You know, they was hollering, Shaq dead, Shaq dead. But I was able to hear everything that they were saying. Like, I couldn't even say... No, I'm not. I'm okay. I hear y'all, but I couldn't talk or move or anything. So they rushed me to the hospital, carried me out the car, and laid me on the ground. That's when the uh, paramedics came out there, uh, picked me up, took me in the hospital, and uh, put put tools down my mouth. I was there closing for 20 minutes. That's when I had to take a helicopter all the way to Philly, to Jefferson Hospital where they realized that I was paralyzed. Um, so that's how that went down. And, uh, yeah. And, um, you got to excuse us for a minute, Shaq, because when I heard this, this um, you, you told me this story today about what occurred and... Um, still, like right now, I'm still um, speechless. And But one yeah. thing I did like um, what you said to me and Brother Darren, who introduced you to me from the um, Chester Mission, Shaq, that you said that in reference to forgiveness, in reference yeah. to forgiving the young man that um, did this to you, can you elaborate a little more on that for me, please? Your okay, forgiveness. Okay. Okay. Um, 
in the beginning, you know, it was tough. In the beginning, it was tough. You know, I had a lot of animosity towards that person. You know, I was always asking my friends, like, like who did it or whatever did y'all get in, this, that, and the third. Like, I was tough in the beginning, you know. Like, I wanted revenge out on that person. I wanted some type of justice because wasn't no law justice was done, you know. that They still haven't caught that person who shot me to this day. So, you know... You know, it was a lot of anger built up in me, like, you know, I'm like, if, okay, the cops not going to get him. I'm, you know, questioning my friends, like, okay, is y'all going to get him? Like, how long y'all, like, is he still out? Like, y'all going to let him, you know, be out like this while I'm laying up in the hospital, paralyzed, while he out walking around or whatever. So, in the beginning, it was tough, but as I came home from the rehab in January of 2009, I was in a hospital for, I mean, I was hospitalized for five months. I was in a rehab for five months from uh, October 2008 to January 09. So when I came home, January 09 from the rehab, I started to go to this nearby this nearby church where some of my relatives fellowship at. Once mm-hmm. I started going to church, you know, I started to learn you know, God's word, started getting into God's word and what he want us to do while we're here down on his earth. You know, and, um, you know I remember uh, the scripture in Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 14 through 15. You know, we have to forgive those who sin against us so our Father in heaven can forgive us for our sins. You know, and that's and that's just doing the will of God. So, you know, it was tough to forgive, but with God, it was possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and I forgave that person who shot me, and I let go of that hurt from the past. You know, I wouldn't be here today. Like I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if I haven't done that. That's right. Wow. Well, we are, I really, um, this is, um, yeah, yeah. And and one thing, um, Shaq, that we, we're also going to discuss, and I, I want to commend you again because you did, went back to school and you graduated and got your diploma in 2010, so I want to congratulate you on that. I also want to... <laughs> I also want to cover something that we spoke in reference to the work that you do. Um, because you what I find so phenomenal about you is that through all the the pain and the suffering and then yet and still the forgiveness that you um have experienced as well, through all this and the life changing moment because it has changed, profoundly changed your life, that you still have the desire to go out and to reach out and to help other young people. And you you speak to young people about putting guns down, and you go around to different places and you talk and you have messages for our youth. And I want to commend you on that as well. But there's something else, and we're going to talk about that while we're waiting on Lady B, because we just text her. We're hoping she comes soon. But what we're... um, Something that you spoke to me about that I stood out with me as well is in reference to you were doing some research 
and um, on um, stem cells. And the research that you went and found, you found the research and you found that this research worked. And you were interested in going to a facility, the hospital, to um, get these injections. And you wind up, you got accepted because it was kind of hard to get accepted in this um, due to the nature of your injuries. But they accepted you and the facility seemed to think that they could help. And so you got accepted, and then there came a fork in the road for you, which was, um, as we know, that things cost money. So the fork in the road was $26,000 for a, am I correct, was it one injection or to start the treatment for you? Yeah, um, it ranges in between 26000 and 35000 It ranges between one to eight injections. And, and can you just give us a little bit of what um, the, that entails and what would be the person purpose and reference to how you feel that it would help you with, if you were All to right. receive stem cell injections? Hey, Fred, you, right. you, give me a call back. I um, just wanted to share something with you. All right. Go ahead. That was Darren on the All phone. Right. We, he don't know we heard right. him. Oh, I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. Uh, okay. Uh all right, it, it would help me in many ways. It would help me in many ways. Like, it would help me possibly walk again. You know, um, like, yeah, it would help me. It would help me in many ways. You know, it's a possible, it's a possible cure for me to walk again. You know, okay. Guaranteed. Right. Beautiful. So what what we're just saying here is that you have you also have a foundation. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So what we want to do today on the talk show to our listening audience, and as we're going to continue to post this show, um, Shaq for you. Shaq mm-hmm. is in need of twenty six thousand dollars for a um, his stem cells uh, injection. We want to start a campaign. Whether it be five dollars, two dollars, ten dollars, a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, and we want to begin to make a pledge to this brother's foundation to assist him um, with uh, his medical needs, so he can get the stem cells um, injections that he needs, and so he can continue to have a a a a, a fruitful life as he's doing now, but. He also wants to get out and speak to our young people. So we want to, if he's out here helping our young people, then I think that we are obligated in turn to help this young brother. Don't you agree, Zayn and Abdul? Abdul wants to say something. Yeah, you help us, we help you. Right on. (laughs) So what we're going to do, Jack, we want you to give our listening audience the information for your foundation And what we want everyone to do, we're going to post this on different sites and on the Facebook, and we want you to follow this. We're going to have it on the Chester Mission site. Um, We're going to post this everywhere where everyone can join together, and let's really get behind this, brother. We always say we want to get behind this one and get behind that one. Well, this is a cause that we really seriously are. We need to get behind this, brother. This is a young man, athletic brother, in school, you know, trying to do the right thing, you know, out with his friends. They they get into a confrontation like young people do, but then young people want to pull out guns and shoot and kill and, and, and wound 
And these are the outcomes of this gun violence. And this brother's out here being a voice to our young people to put these guns down. So, Shaq, can you please spell the, um, the, uh, your foundation's name and repeat it for us twice and a number where you can be reached. And then we're going to bring Darren in on this conversation, and he can better assist us in pulling this together. So, Shaq, if you would go ahead and give us the information to your foundation, please. Okay. It's uh, Shaquille Smith Foundation. Uh, it's spelled S-H-A-K-I-Y-L, Smith Foundation. Once again, S-H-A-K-I-Y-L, Smith, S-M-I-T-H Foundation. It is located at um, TD Bank. That's 4236. Edgemont Avenue, E-D-G-E-M-O-N-T Avenue, Brookhaven, Pennsylvania, 19015. And, and what I also want you to do, um, uh, Shaquille, also give them your Facebook, because some people might not have caught that, and I know a lot of my people it's easy for them to just go ahead and, and type in a name, and I did see the foundation information on your Facebook page. So can you give your Facebook page information, please? Okay, my Facebook page information is Shaquille Smith. That's S-H-A-K-I-Y-L Smith, S-M-I-T-H. And I forgot to uh, release my number, uh, 610-333-7952. And um, you can mail your donations to TD Bank. Like, they don't accept credit cards or anything, so you can mail it to that address. And we're going we're gonna to make sure that each uh, week, each month that we are on the show, the flip side, the flip side will be giving this information out for you. Is that correct, brother? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Let you back. <laughs> <laughs> now we want to, uh, Shaq, we just want you to hold for one second. I don't want you to hang up. We want to check to see if Lady B, Darren, don't you hang up as well. We want to okay. check to see if Lady B is with us now. Jacqueline? Um, there is another caller on the line. Um, can you introduce yourself? Okay, caller from the 484. Okay. Well, well, well there is a caller from the 484 that wants to speak. Maybe they have been on for a while, so they maybe they um, clicked over or something. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna. Um, we're going to take a moment to see if that was okay. We're waiting for a 215 number. All right, Jacqueline? Um, so okay. We're, we're, going, we're going to go ahead, and we're going to move on, and if the caller comes back on and Lady B comes back on, I don't know what occurred. She's normally a person of a word, so she may have gotten tied up. So we're just going to go back into uh, talking to um, Shaq, Shaquille mm-hmm. Smith, and we also have Darren Laws from the Mission uh, in Chester. Is Darren Laws on the phone? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yes, sir. 
Okay, now the brothers, young brothers, want to say hi to you. Hi, Mr. Darren Wolf. Mr. Darren Wolf. What's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? How was school today? It was great. It was great. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Abdul, they're going to take over the show now because they, they tell me I can sit back and relax. So I'm going to turn this flip side over to our co-host, Abdul Shahid Porter and Zain Porter. They're advocates for change and advocates for black male achievement. And these wonderful young men are here to really take you on the walk on the flip side. Okay. Abdul. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mr. Shakur. I have a question for you, Mr. Uh-huh. Darren Laws. In the mission for Chester, what do you try to change there besides gu- the gun violence? What what do, is this question for me or is this for sh- For both. For both. Okay. What do I try to change? Um yes. I try I try to um give our young men motivation and um Tell them and how important education is, and never give up on their dreams. Because as long as you work hard and you believe, um, your dreams will always come true. Me, um, I would say with, um, you know, destined and you know, pursuing the change is, uh, you know, the mindset of our young men. It's out here, you know, um, like try to get them on a positive you know, mindset, you know, to give them some drive, some motivation, you know, to let them know, like, it's more to what they just see in front of them. You know, it's more out here, you know. Um, and then just, like, have love, you know, have love for one another. Now, if we all come together, we can, you know, feed off each other energy and off each other's ideas, you know, and a lot of things will work out for the better that way. Um, how can we set them to put... How can we get them to put the guns down? How can we get them to put the guns down? We can get them to put the guns down by letting them know that it's a better way to resolve you know, matters. It's a better way to resolve matters. Um, like, you can just listen to one another's story, and you know, just then will open up, and you will be more passionate towards you know what you are hearing from them, like. We're hearing there like it's always two sides of every story. So, that's what I think. That's great. Do you think that mentors work? The mentoring works? Do I who me? Do I think mentors work? Yes. Yes, yes, it really does work because you know, when I was like fifteen to sixteen at a point in time, I felt like I was alone, like, because my parents, they were, like, I felt like I didn't have the support that I should, that, that I should have, 
And, you know, like, I didn't have no one to turn to except my friends. Like, I didn't have that mentor or that male role model in my life that, you know, lead me on the right path and, you know, direct me into uh, those positive things and, so to keep me going and keep me motivated. Part of my success and all of that, I didn't have that mentorship or that support that I should have. So I really think, yeah, this is definitely a big help. That's that. Darren, what what about yourself? We just were um, at the Black Male, uh, the NECC Black Male Achievement Conference, and that was one of the. Discussions, the round, the round uh, session discussions that we spoke about, and one of them was into mentoring. And there are different types of um, mentoring, um, and especially in different generations, because some things mm-hmm. don't fit with everybody. And I like to speak on the. There is a lot of the conflict resolution, um, mm-hmm. the lack of when we are doing these these mentoring and group sessions and individual sessions, I find that a lot of the young men are not too much in control of handling that that anger management piece or knowing how to deal with a conflict with or getting into an argument without running back and pulling out guns and and situations Mm -hmm. like that happens to, to Shaq. So how do we reach those young men? Um, when we speak of mentoring and dealing with conflict resolution, to get them to think before they react. Is it a chemical imbalance? Is it a medical, a mental, a psychological, uh, you know, a thing going on? Is it something mm-hmm. that's mimicking that if they watch it on TV so much that they're running to get the guns, this is how they do it on, on the television? Or is it they're mimicking this music because it's in the music what is it that has this type of control on our young people more so than ever that's causing them to pick up guns and to react and, and violence? I, I don't understand it. Well, Rashida, I think it comes from a lot of our, our youth not getting that, that attention and um, actually having someone telling them that they love them and sit down and talk to them and um, talk to them about a lot of positive things and about um, some of the great things that, you know, our brothers and sisters may went through. And I think it's some of it. A lot of a lot of our youth wants to be with crowds that's going to accept them uh, as a part of their family. As Shaq mentioned, he kind of felt like, he he wasn't really he wasn't really loved, and that's very important with youth when they're growing up. You have to tell them that you, that you, that you love them. Uh, one of the things that I try to do with my own sons um, is try not to be on the phone as much. Try not to be working so much. Give them that attention that they need, because that's 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 very important that we give our young men and our young ladies, you know, attention. So they won't kind of steer off into the wrong path of doing negative things, putting drugs in their system, picking up a gun, wanting to harm someone. Because I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of our young men and women, when they do something that's violent, 
they may have some type of substance inside of their system, or they may have probably smoked some marijuana with some wet in it, you know, with their with their buddies or with their uh, 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 homies. And then after it starts to wear off, they really don't know what they may have done. So we have to sit down and talk to these young kids and let them know that everyone make mistakes in in a lifetime. You just have to learn how to deal with them and try to come off on a positive note off of the mistakes that you made. And I, in my opinion, I think that's 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 what's lacking right now with our youth. They're not getting that attention either from the family or from that school teacher or that uh, 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 that role model that they look up to. Right, right. <clears throat> so it's it's really the lack of having that, um, I guess it goes back to the lack of having that positive role model in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about the ones that, because there are those young men that do have the positive role models, like we spoke about with some of the men in the conference, you know, mm-hmm. that we speak about brothers. We, we say his name because he says it all the time. Ted Sutton that had the positive role models and decided that, that something was lacking there and went outside. Um, how do we, I guess there's no deterrent. I guess that's just about um, men growing up to be men and learning from their own experiences, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. I, yeah, I, I think I think so. Uh, you have another caller in there. Hi, yes, this is Charlene. Hi, From Charlene. Texas. Hi, Hi Charlene. how are you? I'm listening, and 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 what I'm remembering is that we have all, all uh, dealt with peer pressure, and what I see now is peer pressure is still there, but it's just that such a strong level that we never had to deal with, uh, that whoever is behind these kids has has to give them the backbone, the strength to be able to say no, to be able to say this isn't right, I don't want to go along with this. You know, if you're walking with three or four buddies and they say, let's go over here and knock this old man down and beat him, somebody out of the group should be strong enough to say, no, I don't want to do that, that's not right, and you shouldn't do it either. Somewhere there's the the backbone, the strength to say no is not there also. And I don't know if that's because we've all showered these kids so much trying to make up for what we didn't have that they don't know how to say no. They don't they don't have the strength to say no. Yeah. And they don't understand that shooting someone like Shaquille is how how it's gonna affect so many other people. That one bullet will affect may hit one person, but it affects so many other people, and they don't seem to understand or recognize that it, it's not just that one person that's affected. That's right. Um, Adore, Zion, you want to say something to Miss Shirley about that? Uh, or Shaquille, would you like to, to comment on that? You want to hear the young people? Uh, I disagree 100%. You know, it not only affect, it didn't only affect me. It affected the whole entire city of Chester, you know, because I was pretty much well known. Like so, everybody know about it. And like I still have people come up to me to 
like come up to me to this day and tell me like how much it hurted them, like mm-hmm. probably more than it hurted me. Mhm. And that's where they don't seem to get that that it does affect so many other people. It it, it just doesn't, for lack of a better word, it just doesn't compute. <laughs> That it, yeah. it, it does affect so many other people, it, it really does. People that you don't that that don't even know you, like you said, come up and say things. You hear a story on the news and it can affect you. You don't know that person, but it still affects you. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's where it doesn't seem to cross over to the kids that are doing these things. Jane, um, can I please comment on that? Go ahead. Like, like you said, it doesn't only affect one person. It affects many other people. Like. Like the Trayvon Martin incident, it yeah. didn't just one person. It affect like it affects everyone in the United States. It just got from one place to another to another to another. Perfect example. It reminds me of this of a saying. Um, like people used to say, well, it's um like say killing two birds with one stone, but in this example, killing just more than with one stone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now all the wow. Others. Okay. <laughs> that, that was, was deep. Good, that was deep. Yes, it was. <laughs> they always throw me with some deep ones every now and then. But you know, this is the type of dialogue that we, Miss um, Charlene, that we and Shaquille and Darren and and Diane Abdul, that we need to engage in. And one thing that I love about the flip side, it gives the opportunity for the young people to also to to dialogue with the adults and we can get different opinions and maybe some way, somehow, in that in-between, in that middle, we can find a resolution and solution. Like they say, you know, you can't save the world, but my thing is at least let me die trying. So we all can come together and we continue to dialogue, and we continue to dialogue, and we uh, get acquainted with uh, Shaquille's uh, peers and Zayn and Abdul's peers, and they get acquainted with us as we did at the, the conference this weekend. And we have to respect our young people's opinions, whether we disagree. There are some things that they may say that's far-fetched, just like the things that we said coming up, our parents did not agree with us. But we mm-hmm. have to understand that as adults, we have allowed a lot of this nonsense to go on for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the young people's responsibility to so-called fix it. It is our responsibility as well fix, help them. And when, like a Zion say, when you fall, get back up. But when our young yeah. people fall, we got to continue to help them back up. And so Shaquille, on saying that note, my brother, I commend you. I commend you. I pray for you. I am so grateful that now in your life that you are getting back up. And, my brother, we're here to support you. As I said before, we're going to post this. We're going to make announcement out here. You and Darren and myself, we spoke about the things that we want to do for you, um, Shaq. So we're going to get moving on that. And I just want you to know, my brother, that we do appreciate you. But what I want to do right now because I am uh, a, a little overwhelmed, and we're sitting here, we're, we're wiping, we're, we're dialoguing with you now, but we are a very emotional group of family right here. So we, um, little crybabies. So we got to take a little minute to absorb. And um, Darren, 
This is yes. something I usually don't do. I usually okay. don't do this. But, Darren, because you are my partner and the young brothers here love you from the flip side, we mm-hmm. want you to take this next five minutes for us, okay, to speak to Shaquille, to speak to uh, uh, Miss Charlene, and you all continue the, the dialogue, but I want you to speak about what occurred in Chester this weekend. And we're going to take a minute to wipe our eyes, to get us a drink of water, but we don't want to lose anyone, so we're not going to take a break. Would that be okay with you, Darren? Yes, that's fine with me. Thank you, Darren. Take that away for us for the next five minutes, please. Okay. Well, basically what happened this past week, uh, weekend in Chester, we had a group of brothers from New York, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, Chester, and um, basically all over. And what we did uh, on Friday, we had a conference down at the Sherrod, uh Hotel, and we were sitting down dialoguing on the ways and the issues and the conflicts that's not only just going on in Chester, but it's going on, you know, all around the world. And what the brothers decided to do, and some Muslim brothers also, we sat down and we uh, decided to come up with a game plan uh, or a program to bring back to Chester and work with our Chester young men and give them that positive reinforcement to not necessarily uh, say – Give up on life, but to let them know that we care and we and we're here to help them out. And we had some judges to come down also, but I cannot name the judges. And we had some people from the United Nations come down. So it was a real, real excellent conference that Sister Rashida Jabbar put together, along with Nasir, uh, Eric Jones, uh, myself, and some other brothers. And we had teachers, principals, and all types of folks that that came down. But what I want to do, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let Charlene kind of elaborate a little bit on Saturday because she was there also on Saturday when we had an event at City Hall. Okay, so I don't know if Charlene's still there. Yes, I'm still here. Okay. Okay, Charlene, can you tell us? We're back, too. So, Can you tell us who you are, and then you can tell us about Chester. And we want to make sure, Jacqueline, if we have any callers on, you just chime in and let us know, because we're just going to dialogue right now, okay? Well, we do have a caller from the 410 on the line. Let's have them introduce yourself. Ted Sutton. Yes. Uh, my name is Ted Sutton. I knew, was, <laughs> I knew that was Ted Sutton. <laughs> What's going on, Ted? It's Darren. Yeah, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Abdul and Zayn, you want to say hi, Mr. Ted? Hey, Mr. Ted. Welcome back. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? We're Very right proud now. of you, Ted. Very proud of you. <laughs> and Mr. Sutton, we want everyone to know. He was one of our guest speakers at the conference and has also participated in um, formulating this conference. 
So, and Mr. Ted Sutton, he gave a wonderful inspiration uh, message to our young people and even to the men. And it left us thinking and it left our hearts and bellies full. So we want to thank you for that, um, Mr. Sutton. Now we want to have Charlene come on and tell us a little bit what, what she got from the conference. And then we're going to go to um, Mr. Ted and we're going to go back and bring her back home to Abdul and Zain. Okay. Uh, my name is Shirley Laws. I am from Chester, born, raised, and uh, actually still live here. I am actually Darren's aunt, and I have been assisting him in the background with the mission. So I've been to a couple of these events. Um, Saturday's event, I started out, um, you were, I believe it was, you spoke first, I believe, and um which was very stirring, very moving, and then uh, Ted Sutton spoke. Both of you, I felt, I was overwhelmed with emotion. Um, you spoke from the heart. Uh, Ted Sutton, you were real, you were raw. Um, and like I said, it was very stirring, very moving, very emotional, very real, and I can't imagine that anyone came away from there not feeling something. I, I can't imagine that n no one could not have been impacted by what was said by both of you. Um, I just hope and pray that everyone who left there took it home and shared it with someone else. Yes, yes. Well, okay. Charlene, I know that when you and I, Darren, introduced us, um, we had a, a connection there, a sisterhood. Yes. And the, the com we were so overwhelmed. I know that the few women that were there, the sisters that were there, we were so overwhelmed by watching the, the, the emotions and the connections that the men had, even though we were not in the actual conversation when they began the dialogue and the discussion, but that, that, that feeling, that, that vibe and that, that brotherhood and that sisterhood and that, that, that God connection from all of us being together in, in one room, it was just phenomenal. And connection with you was phenomenal, and um, we appreciate the city of Chester for allowing us to come in to the city and to render um, the services that we may be able to render along with you all, the ones that are already doing the work there. So we do commend you, the city of Chester, and the members of Chester as well, because you are doing a job. You are doing a great job, but sometimes it, it takes, like we say, it takes a village. So the NECC is here as a village to assist and we want to um, thank you again. Now we want to go to Mr. Ted Sutton. Um, Ted, just real you quick, um, um, you do have another caller on the line that, that wants to speak. So is we that want to one? See. I, I can't tell it's coming up okay. as all one, so some, I can't right. tell. Okay, caller. Caller, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Yeah, well, we have the whole NECC on the line. <laughs> <laughs> we got another conference going on. <laughs> yeah, it's, coming up, coming up it's coming up all ones because I'm, I'm, I'm working. But, um, oh, you're working. Uh-huh. Well, I we have um, um, next brother that's here. We're going to catch you up. We have, of course, our uh, host, uh, Abdul. And Zayn. Yes, and absolutely. Just, um, Brother Nasser. Hey, and then we have... How y'all doing? You're doing an excellent good. job, too, man. Keep up the great work. Thanks. 
And we have a brother by the name of Shaquille Smith, lovingly affectionately known as Shaq. He's on the line with us, brother Shaq. Brother Shaq, how you doing? All right, man. And then we have, of course, uh, our beloved brother Darren Law, senior from the mission. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Darren? <laughs> What's up, brother? You, uh, you stay working. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> we, have our working, love, brother. we have our beloved brother Ted Sutton from Sutton House, yeah. Inc., Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. Up, That's What's it. Up, That's brother? big dog right there, baby. That's a big dog. What's up, Ted? <laughs> yeah, this is wonderful. Wonderful, man. Wonderful. And then we have... Um, another one of our new members, we have um, Sister Charlene Laws on the line as well. So, and Jacqueline Taylor Sister Adams. Sister Charlene, and, good evening. And we have our whole family. So we want to continue with Ted Sutton, and then that's here. We're going to let uh-huh. you speak, and then we're going to turn sure, it back sure. over to our co-host, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Ted? Yes, yes. Well, no, I just wanted to say um, I was, I felt... Uh, very empowered leaving um, the uh, the conference on this weekend, um, and and I also felt confident, being you know that people were motivated, you know, to the point where they uh, were going to actually do something, you know, out there, and I think that that was the the key piece, you know, uh, with that. So that was one of the things that that I was uh, uh, really trying to get to. As far as that, anyway. So um, you know, I was just happy, and then to see, oh man, your 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 grandsons to to speak and and to come forth with their own words, I think was just to me just the icing on top of the cake to 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 really show what actually young people can do with a little bit of guidance and with someone yes, that's yes. actually supporting them and behind them which is the full message that we're trying to get these men to get, that really Chester could be a different city. Yes, yes. If some men would stand up and say that we are going to take you by the hand and show you what a man, a real man is. Mm-hmm. And and I think that in showing them that we're going to support and we're willing to stand next to you and we're going to stand in front of some of those bullets and we're going to stand in front of some of those police officers. And we're going to stand in front of the educational system and and make sure that they do what they have to do for you to be educated. And we're going to also be educating on our end at the same time simultaneously. And I think that that's what it's going to take because that's where a village really comes into play. Yes, yes. Yes, sir. Um, thank you for that. You're more than welcome. (laughs) Oh. Well, Brother Nessie. Thank you as well. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I on know. behalf of Chester, I thank you as well. <laughs> That's Sister Charlene, Ted. Well, you're welcome. You are sure welcome. Brother Nessie. Yes, Sister. Okay, my brother. Here you go. Your turn. My turn. Okay, what am I doing? <laughs> the floor is yours. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Let's talk about the conference. What kind of, how did the conference impact your life? What happened? Yeah, look, listen, listen, listen. I, I've been to, uh, as a social scientist for, for the last 20 years, uh, I've been involved in all types of conferences uh, put on by different folks uh, with different missions and, and venues and so forth and so on. But one thing I can tell you uh, about the conference that we did, uh, 
both here in Philadelphia and in the city of Chester, that the energy, the commitment, and the sincerity uh, was top of the chart, bar, bar none. Yes, yes. The commitment, the energy, uh, the sincerity that was uh, exhibited by the brothers who were there, some of them for, for uh, two days, some of them for one or the other. Uh, I'm, I'm getting phone calls on a regular basis from folks who were there who are very excited about the opportunities that are uh, present uh, in the city of Chester to make real impact with our youth, and not just our youth, but with our communities as a whole. You know, I was looking at something uh, uh, regarding the Harlem uh, Children's Zone up in, in Harlem, New York, uh, and how that brother, uh, Jeffrey, went back and started with one block and made serious change on that one block. And now it, it, it like, encompasses miles, square miles, the impact that he's he's made. So I'm looking at a model like that, and I'm saying, you know, Chester uh, has the same... Uh, type of, of financial and, and economical situations as Harlem, New York, and if it worked there, it can surely work in Chester. That's right. It can surely, mm-hmm. it can surely work in Chester. And uh, and, the, and those that's just one example of of the the opportunities that uh, are before us in in that city. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of work there, uh, but the people who came to the conference are the ones to initiate uh, the groundbreaking in Chester. Now, you know, what I found, like I was saying earlier, um, so profound about the conference, um, and everyone knows, I I, I try to to govern things in in the way of of a godly manner. And I believe that all things come from a higher power than us. And what got me real good to come in the room and to see my Muslim brothers standing next to my Christian brothers, um, we had brothers yeah. of uh, apostolic faith. We had pastor of war from Nigeria, um, apostolic pastor. We had the imams. We had ministers such as um, uh, Reverend uh, Dalty from Chester, um, Ted Sutton, who's an elder. Uh, it was just a melting pot. So if anyone wants to come to the table and say, you know, I prefer to speak to my brother over here because He's Muslim to tell him my problems. Well, we got one of those for you. Then if you prefer to speak to the pastor of the church, well, we have that for you too. And it was so beautiful to see you brothers come together and work and not look at your clocks and say, okay, it's 5 o'clock, it's 3 o'clock, let's hurry up. You were diligent. You wanted to stay, and you were really, you're really sincere about making uh, impact and positive outcomes. And I see nothing but great things coming from this. I am so blessed and so overwhelmed with joy. Um, I feel that I can run and then climb trees now because you brothers have really touched my life in a way that you would never, never, ever in your life, in this life, imagine how much that you have impacted my life. I have been trying to do this for years, a mighty long time, a mighty long time. And I am so grateful for all of you brothers, and I'm going to name you out. Um, the, with the NECC, I am so grateful to Brother Nasir Maliki from Stop the Violence, Stop the Madness in Philadelphia, PA. I'm so a- elated about Brother Darren Laws Sr. from the Mission in Chester. Brother Ted Sutton 
from the Sutton House, Inc. in Baltimore. Imam Farid Rasul of Chester, Imam Asim of Philadelphia, Trey McNair of Philadelphia, Mo Yeoman, beautiful Mo Yeoman, beautiful brother from Washington, D.C., Eric Jones Muhammad from Chester, Azim Poole from Delaware, and as I pray to God that I haven't forgotten anyone, and Rabia Ahmed, the sister from Delaware and Chester, as well as Jessica Jacqueline Taylor Adams, Miss Rashida Jabbar, Mr. Jalil Jabbar, and all other ones I have forgotten, and all the attendees of the conference, I want to say to you, I truly appreciate you. This was a vision, and you all made it come true, and it was well beyond anything that I have, have expected and have imagined. And I am so thankful to you all for for helping my grandsons because you all give them courage. By you being on this show today, you encourage them every day. From the call, phone calls, and Brother Nasir from the mentoring, Brother Ted from the conversations, and the example, Brother Ted, that you lead and the way that you carry yourself and your mannerism. My grandsons looked up to that. And Brother Darren, they just love you to death. And so I thank you. And Brother Shaq. I'm a new member of the NECC. My brother, we love you, we appreciate you, and we're so glad that you have came on to be a part of the effort, work that we're trying to do. I commend you. And what we're going to do now, I'm going to take a minute because we're going to come back. But Jacqueline Taylor Adams, I need to know if we have any callers on the line before we take a break. Jacqueline? This Jamir? Jamir? He hung up. <laughs> Jacqueline, tell Adam. Okay. So we're having a little difficulty with the line. Do I still have Nasir on the line? I'm here, sis. I'm here. Okay. Do I still have Darren? Yes, I'm here, sister. I'm here. And I have Ted. Yes, you do. Still here. Okay, I think I just have Jamir. Jamir, little Jamir, you on the phone? Okay. Jamir is trying to get through. That's another one of our young brothers, my godsons, is trying to get through. Brothers, I want to tell you all something. I um, I am really, like, we are exhausted over here. That conference wore us out. You know, <laughs> we're sitting here with waiting for Lady B, and I tell you the truth, this couldn't have turned out more better than what it just did. We have all the brothers on for the from the conference, brothers that we respect and admire. So we are elated um, having you brothers on. And what I want to do, I want to take Darren, uh, Shaq, Ted, and Nasir. I want to give you a few seconds to speak to our listening audience, to Zayn and Abdul, and any young brothers out here, words and message that you want to give to them, and also a call to the men to step up, to step up their game, and stop talking the talk, but let's start walking the walk. So first we're going to go with, um, I like to go with Ted. Let's go with Ted first, and then we'll work our way down to Darren, Nasir, and then we'll end it with our brother Shaq because he's the youngest one there. Well, I tell you, you know, it's first it's, a, it's an honor uh, to to I would say to be in this 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 struggle 
with what I would say powerful soldiers and strong sisters, and uh, I'm just honored and elated. But I think that our, our lives have to exemplify what we are trying to call out and reach out to, meaning that we, we want to, if you, it's hard to call for, for strong men to be strong if you're not strong standing up in the first place. It's, it's it's really hard. That's why I've even I've even had to tell some people that to be honest with you, you know, I, I would rather do it alone and and go certain places with just two or three people that are strong, as opposed to allowing certain people to who are there for the wrong reason, you know, and 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 they they come to meetings for networking and they they come to meetings just to. To, to get their own name out and, and, and their heart is not in this because I'm going to be honest with you. I tell people, if you don't have it, you know you need to go to the wizard or somebody and get a heart and some courage and a brain because you need to know that this is not for the, the, the faint of heart. You, 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 have to, you can't just faint if you're at the sight of blood. You have to be able to jump in there and do what you have to do. And, and I mean, so, so really... It's a it's a call for for men, not males. You know, meaning that not male role models, not role models playing the male. We we need we need for men to stand up. And so I, I was just very encouraged uh, uh, leaving that weekend, and, uh, and and just really even the young men that came up with me, and uh, they they were just talking about it the whole way back. So. For me, you know, I'm I'm in this fight, and, and actually this has kind of charged me up even more, you know, because you know myself, you know, with me just losing my mother, you know, I mean, it was it was something to be there, but it was something that I knew that I, I can't stop this struggle or this fight no matter what happens. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. You always do that to us, Ted. Always leave us with the mm. All right. <laughs> For Darren. Yes, yes. Well, I'm I'm just honored to be a part of such good, beautiful people like you guys because I'm so passionate about the work that I'm doing, working with the youth, not only with the youth, but working with these adults too. And letting these young young men and women know that enough is enough. And with the group of men that we had and the women that we had at these conferences, man, the energy is still going on, and it just happened in Friday. Yes. I mean, me and Sister Rashida was on the phone for about an hour and a half last night talking about the conference, talking about the conference today. I'm talking about the conference in court with judges. And like Ted mentioned, this is for men. We have to go out here and get our streets back and talk talk to these young men and let them know that we ain't laying down. We ain't laying down. That's right. And I commend it because every time we call on him, he's always there. That's right. Every mm-hmm. time we call on him. And yeah. I know I can get it from Brother Nasir, the That's Iman, right. the other brothers that was there. 
we put them chairs in the circle, and it wasn't no debate. It wasn't no disrespectful. It was men talking about how we are willing to make some changes and step up to the plate. One thing I noticed that we have, we have a group of men that's willing to do anything by any meaning by any means necessary. That's right. Right. You right. you ain't gonna tell us. Oh well, you got to go get certified in that. We already certified in it. Oh, right. well, what evidence base that you have? We already we already have evidence base outcome measures. So it ain't gonna be no gangs with us. Mm. It ain't gonna be no games, mm. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys letting me work with you guys, and we, we I'm here. You, bro. I, I'm here from day one. I, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> and for my young brother Shaq. Keep your head up, brother, because when we were together Saturday night, you put something in my heart, man. You put something in my heart. And I look at you like you was my own child or any any young men that we work with. That's the type of men we have in our group. We look at them as our own kids. The same way I confront a kid or if somebody's doing something wrong, I do the same thing to my 13-year-old and my 26-year-old. Thank you, guys. They, they clapped for Thank that you. one. <laughs> Diane Abdul clapped on that one. Wow. Powerful. This is the kind of stuff you all missed right, at the right. conference. Wow. Right. And and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sister Rashida. I thank your grand, your grand, your grandsons because... They are some good oh, yeah. group of kids. Oh yes. Thank you. Soldiers. Wow. <laughs> Whew. Y'all got me start all over again. Is this a conference today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brother Ned's uh, here. <laughs> praise be to God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess, uh, Sister Rashida, um, if, if I had a message um, to give to the young people, uh, it would be simply to know that somebody cares about you and your future and that you indeed have the power to make a difference, not just in your life, but in the lives of the people within your community. I think a lot of what has happened to our young people is that uh, they're full of despair and hopelessness and don't really see what this life has to offer or all that it has to offer. I think uh, the brother put it, Dre, put it best, on Saturday when he said the key to success regarding our young black males and females is simply exposure. Exposure, exposure. That we need to show our young people that there's more to life than just your block or your neighborhood or your city. That this world is a big place. And if nobody exposes you to it, then how will you know? As far as the men are concerned, 
uh, I'm going to use a, a scenario that, that I used when I, I uh, was doing groups at the county prison here in Philadelphia. It actually was a, a father's group, uh, and I did that for a number of years, almost 10 years. And one of the things I used to say to them was, listen, as it relates to your children, you do not need money to be a father. Children hmm. could care less about what's in your wallet. All they know is, that's my dad. Just show up, man. Wow. Just come around. That's deep. Just give them some time. They don't care about your money, man. They want to be with you. See? So a lot of us, we have excuses for why we don't do certain things. Well, the girl did this, and the girl did that, and the girl did this, and I don't get along. And I don't... Forget the girl, man. It's about your son. It's about your daughter. It's about your children. So we got to grow up. We got to man up. We got to stop using excuses for our shortcomings. And we have to do what we know is right, plain and simple. I love the conference. I love the brothers. I love the energy. I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and get busy in Chester, uh, and we will be meeting uh, very shortly, God willing. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for coming into my life because, you know, uh, I was running after you for about 10 years <laughs> trying to connect. <laughs> and, 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 and we finally, you know, Sister Fowler said, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a play. I'm going to give him a play. We're gonna see what we gonna see what you made of. Right? Your grand your grandsons, they are an asset to our program and any program that they oh, go yeah. to. They're gonna be they're gonna be yeah, an yeah, asset yeah. because they're independent thinkers. They're very articulate, they're very reserved and way beyond their years. Both of both of them. So thanks to, to the young brothers, uh Abdul, uh Zain. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. Continue to do it, and you know that brother Nasir got your back. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, you're welcome. <laughs> and now we're gonna take it to um, our brother Shaquille Smith, and then we're gonna bring it back to Abdul and Zayn, and then they're gonna leave us with about another ten minutes and. We're going to let them go, and then um, we're going to take that last few minutes, because, brothers, I'm going to talk to you about something real quick, so I don't want none of you to hang up. So, um, Shaq, can you please uh, speak to us? Okay. Okay. Now, before I start by saying anything, I'd just like to start by saying <laughs> I would like to thank you, uh, Sister Rashida and um and Abdul for uh, allowing me to come on the show. I appreciate it. I thank you all for uh, making me a part of the family. You know, it means very well to me. You know, I appreciate all the love and support. Um, I just want to say, you know, to, to all the young men out here, That are into gangs or whatever the case may be, uh, yeah. or just if um, we just have to stop the gun violence. Yeah. 
No, it wound me up in a wheelchair. It ended my basketball career. I mean, I had a potential basketball career going for me, and due to a gunshot to my neck, it ended that career. But it didn't stop me, though. I mean, I'm still here. You know, I'll continue to further my success, you know. And I graduated from high school. You know, get your honors, get your diploma, go to school, get your education. You know, without education, you're dead in this world. You're dead. You know, that's one thing you must do is get your education. Never give up. Never give up on yourself. Once you give up on yourself, you know, nobody can help you. It's like for me, if I would have gave up on myself, these people surrounding me right now wouldn't be able to help me. So just continue to be motivated, stay encouraged. Um, you know, well, whatever battleship you come you come up against, whatever hardship you come across, whatever circumstance you're dealing with, uh, just give it to God. Uh, trust in Him that He will do great, mighty things with it. God will open doors for you that no man can shut. Mm. Uh, it says right. that God knows and sees all the things that you do and have done in your life, and that He is a rewarder to those who diligently seek Him. So God is faithful. And if, um, if you keep His word and don't deny Him by giving Him everything that you have, He will reward you. Openly, you know, open doors will begin to come before you, and supernatural blessings will follow. So I would say, like, if I haven't forgave the person who shot me, or if I haven't let go of the hurt from the past, no doors will will have not been open for me to this day. A lot of things wouldn't have been coming to pass as they are as they are doing and as they are going to continue to do right now. Just give everything you got to God. You know, trust in Him. Believe in Him. I know one point at a time, I didn't believe. Before this happened to me, I didn't believe in God. You know, but you don't have to get shot in the neck or paralyzed know, to believe in God, you know, you can learn through my experience. You can believe in God through my experience. So, like, when people come up to me and say, you know, Shaquille, you're an inspiration, you know, you motivate me to do what I do best, whatever, that lets me know that I'm still here for a reason. No, so you can just learn through my experience. And, you know, may peace be with y'all. God bless every last one of y'all. 
you know, I'm here for y'all as well. Thanks. We here for you. We wow. here for you, oh. brother. Oh. We 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 love you, Shaquille Smith, lovingly known as Shaq. We thank you for those inspirational words, and could no one have said it better. And I'm a strong believer that there's no coincidence in life that this was what it was supposed to be. This was the creed when we step out of the realm and don't ask God permission, he let us know, he checks us and put us back in place. So this was one of those moments for me where he checked me and put me back in place. And I'm grateful that he did because he sent you brothers on the other line. And Shaquille Smith has a foundation. We want to give that information out again. We want you to support this brother. He's in need of the stem cells injections. And you would send it to the Shaquille Smith Foundation. That's Shaquille, that's S-H-A-K-I-Y-L Smith, S-M-I-T-H Foundation. That's T.D. Bank. 4336 Edge Mount Avenue, and that is that. Go ahead. 4236. Yes. 4236 Edge Mount Avenue. You can spell it E D G E M O N T Avenue. You can contact me at 610-333-7952. Great. Thank you, my brothers. Um, Abdul and Zayin, is there anything that you'd like to say? You want to say goodnight? You wanna, anything you'd like to say before you go off to bed? Cause we got five minutes left, so Abdul? Shaq. Yeah. This is directed to you, um, Shaq. Yeah. You are 20 years old, but you speak like a man that's about 50 with a lot of experience here in life. You have inspired me, and I would like to say goodnight to everyone and signing off. Good night, brother. All right, soldier. All right, soldier. All right, Zayn. Go ahead. Um, Good night. Um... This was a whole nother conference, and I, 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 I didn't see, I didn't know that everyone else would come on, <laughs> but I'm thank you guys for coming on, and good night. <laughs> they made you happy. Okay, Zayn. Zayn said y'all made him very happy. Y'all know how Zayn do his eyes. His eyes poking out. I know. You know, that is, um, this dialogue, and he was exactly right, it's like a, another conference, but the difference is that now as a woman that was a part of it. I was in the middle this time. I was in the discussion. So I'm so grateful for that. I just wanted to say before I wrapped up, and I just wanted to say to you, young, to, to the men on the line, is that, it has been a long journey, I think, for all of us throughout the years. And 
for whatever reason, um, it took us a long time to get here to meet one another. Like Brother Nasir said, we've been he's been after me for ten years, you know. <laughs> and but a lot of things we we understand because we are God fearing people. That is not in our time. That um, this has nothing whatsoever to do with us. We are just the vessel, our bodies and our strengths are just being used to take it to the next level because there's yeah. others behind us which would be our children and our grandchildren. So I say that to you brothers to say this, that you all know the circumstances in which I live. You all know the circumstances of my grandsons. And for you all to come in and to to take on these, these my, my grandsons as uncles, as being their uncles and the big brothers and that confidant has really made a huge impact in their lives um, on different levels. It has made an impact because, first of all, they know that other people are watching them and they know that strong men are watching them. But also with that, you are men that they mimic. And when I mean mimic, I mean they watch your examples, they watch the way you speak, they watch the way that you treat one another, and they definitely watch the way that you treat their grandmother. And you're very respectful to me. You're, you guys are very loving to me. And that shows them a different side of how a man is to treat a woman. So you guys, you brothers are teaching lessons every day, and sometimes I'm quite sure that you don't even know it, that you didn't know that because of the way that you walked, Mr. Ted Sutton, that that has left dialogue for young men to speak about in a positive way. Brother Nasir, you're kind and you're given spirit and the way that you would do anything and everything for those young men when they come to your mentoring class, the small things of making sure they have donuts and bagels in the morning, that touches their lives. Brother Darren, when you brought those young men into, young boys into the conference, and what was so amazing to me when I saw these young boys, maybe nobody else is going to mention it, but I am because it's the reality of it. You had African-American children and you had Caucasian children, and they all came in as one and sat down in fellowship, and that was a lesson for our children. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal to me the way that you you brothers go out, and if there's a call, you are there. I have never been said no to, and regardless of what you all have had going on in your lives, you still try to make a way for me and my family. And my family, you all know, goes outside of my household. My family is all the young people in the community, really in the world. If I can touch all of them in the world, I would. And I say this to you you for a reason, because I want you all to keep doing what you do. You are making huge impacts. You are helping young brothers to become kings again and to have self-pride in themselves because you're the type of brothers that these young men are not seeing this example. They're not seeing this. When they hear, see people talk to grandmoms and stuff, they hear people cussing out grandmoms. No one respecting grandmoms nowadays, but you're reiterating this to brothers. You're speaking about education, and you also speak about the hardships that you all went through and the, the, the failures and the defeats that you thought that you were defeated 
as coming up as men and the wrong path that you made, but also it was the right path because you had to go on that path in order to get you here today because if you did not experience anything, how can you teach and share and educate <laughs> our young people? So to you, brothers, may God be with you. May he keep you, protect you and your families. May he replace love where love has been removed. May he give your loved ones the understanding and the patience to hang in there with you, brothers, because you are doing this true work. And so I pray that your families, your wives, and your children are blessed and covered and protected while you're out here trying to protect our children and our families. I wish you well. I wish your families well. My brothers, I love you. Thank you so much. Love you back. And my friends, and thank you for being my family's friends. Look, I love you, brothers, so much. You have really touched my life, like I said before, in ways that you brothers will never, ever, ever imagine. And I want to shout out before we go, because we got two seconds, to Bliss of Bliss Artist Management, Mr. Perry P. and Mr. Elliot Levine. <coughs> now, we're signing out, and we're going to continue the dialogue going. If you're interested in helping and assisting these brothers, please, you're going to go on any of their Facebook accounts, hit them up, that Stop the Madness, Stop the Violence. Then you have Sutton House, Inc., Mr. Ted Sutton. Then you have Darren Laws from the Mission, the Chester and Chester, the Chester Mission. And then you have Mr. Shaquille Smith. Hit one of those brothers up. We need your help. But look, if you don't want to give it, it's okay. We're going <laughs> to find more. We're looking for true soldiers, not nobody just, just talking. We want you to walk the walk. On that note, I wish everyone well. I love you. And we're love out too, on sister. the flip side. Jacqueline Taylor Adams, I love you, boo boo. Uh, Take it away. <laughs> All right. Peace. 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 Peace, brother. Peace, sister. Peace. Wow. <laughs> Granted, every hour, I'm sick of waiting for death. I'm sick of making excuses for my 
myself to accept it all. Please increase the peace. Man, all these senses playing. Pay attention when I'm spitting. Stop the violence, too many moments of silence We play a David trying to destroy Goliath uh, A.K.A. the devil, on each and every level Every day we settle, and Willie lets us ghetto Divine calm, but take on the image of monsters Call ourselves goons, drive around with choppers Gotta get back to the love, man, can't nothing stop us But ourselves not even jail, on the poppers Demons in your head drive you crazy Out here selling well and giving, living life shady Reppin' F you pay me, the drama that a day brings Forget the frivolous you hearing this? Nothing, nothing's insecure in this. It's a time to rally up. Break the chains that's been tied to us. We rely on us. Now we die because of us. No time for the mind and the grind to break free. Confined is the mind and the rhyme. You can't make us take me. This what it come to. This what you want to do. Put your ill karma out till it come to confront you. I might die for some things, but it won't be something. Like lying to myself that I run things. The dark side only got one king. And you ain't him no matter what you think. Taking the cream is your motivation. You think you're the star of the But what you really don't know, yourself the things that are all time low. Put your heat down, be cool and chill in the AC now. Stop the violence, my people, stop the violence. We are one mind, connecting all people. Seek the young soldiers, the hood need heroes. Changing up the scene, we got enough feeling. Robbing, stealing, extorting, killing. This generation has to raise up the kind. Protect the innocent, the honest, the modest. So I don't want to say stop the violence, but I will say stop murdering over nonsense. Wars overseas, gang banging in our streets. We under siege, it's time for some peace. We plant the seeds, but we kill the bush before they trees. Wanna see my boy become a man? I'm begging, please. The violence is affecting us, not protecting us. The biggest form of disrespecting us and neglecting us. And you blame it on the music, well then play this. And see how many kids is gonna say this. And pray they graduate Ooh. Ain't nothing cool about the streets But a body temp Your soul levitates It gets heavy, no featherweight Let us pray for a better day Stop the violence for heaven's sake You know violence is worse than the violence itself And that the kingdom so deceiving and misleading Save is striking the land Tragedy up yeah. Money, power, and gold idols will take us too The problems of being the Let's get our youth to 
if they jump shot instead of a gunshot. I'm speaking to y'all, I ain't trying to lecture you, it's relevant, and it's evident, manifesto. The state was too small to take down the giant, but this here's the slingshot that struck down Goliath. The old days are gone, it's time for a new approach. Black on black crimes are set up, they don't need a rope. UDF carries blunts and wine, but refuses to sell condoms, they're a part of the crime. Injustice is a monster, it's time that we ride. Put your index and middle fingers up in the sky. All I see people decreasing with it, trying to sense an act, so I rhyme for a reason. Every day another family is grieving, we need to bond together, be our community speaking. Not for a day or for a season, but for a lifetime because the violence only weakens the neighborhood. So we need to put a piece in, try to reverse the ugliness of what a, what, 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 what a piece is. Today there's a story about arms firing, the news on the news ain't too admiring. Finds itself in something more inspiring, violence ain't the answer, just the cancer to society. Gotta make a way, it's time to be role models, cause what you do, the next generation follows. Use your brain, I know your skull ain't that hollow, play your clean lead and watch the people follow. And if you choking on your pride, then you need to swallow. It's time to aim for the point, and I ain't talking hollow. Let's take the fingers off the trigger, throw the guns in the river, for they can't hardly find you like Waldo. Just listen to the song, yo. Revolutionary movement going bozo. With this neighborhood and that neighborhood, if we all work together, we can save the hood. What can I get you? Hey, Santa. A pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Ho, 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 what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells, I should switch to Metro. It's smart, you should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.